In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Please be seated. In about six weeks, we're going to gather again on Sunday morning, and uh, hopefully a still warm morning it will be. And we will celebrate the resurrection of the Lord. And the degree to which that is a joyous celebration and occasion is the degree to which we expect and know the resurrection of the Lord. If we're going to celebrate His resurrection, if we're going to celebrate that uh, release from sin, then it requires that we know that we had sins to be released from. That we felt the gravity of them. That we felt the sorrow of them. That we felt the distress of imprisonment to our own devices and desires of our own hearts. And so that means that to celebrate Easter Sunday, we have to acknowledge Good Friday. We have to uh, feel the weight of what it is that Christ has done in sacrificing himself upon the cross and taking our sins upon himself. And we can't really just do that in one day. And so the wisdom of the church and the reading of Holy Scripture and seeing the 40 days of Noah's flood and the 40 years of the wilderness wandering and the 40 days of Moses upon the mountain and the 40 days that Jesus spends in the wilderness after his baptism, uh, that was enough for us to realize that maybe this 40 thing means something. And maybe it means something that these are all times of um, separating from sin and being washed and cleansed for God's righteousness and that maybe this 40 days is what it would take for us to acknowledge our own sin and to uh, begin to move ourselves towards repentance. So if we want to meet on Good Friday and truly feel the weight of what it is that the Lord is sacrificing uh, on our behalf, it's going to take us 40 days to uh, know and to begin to repent. The church has tools for this. Fasting and almsgiving, the reading of scripture, prayer. Uh, Jesus in his uh, uh, message this morning uh, from Matthew's gospel doesn't say if you fast. He says when. And so that is uh, our call. We are called to fast, to give alms, to pray, and to read Holy Scripture. And these are the tools by which we will begin to acknowledge God's righteousness and the distance uh, that we stand. In fasting and in almsgiving and in prayer, uh, we begin to realize how it is that we have uh, depended upon that treasure that moth and rust would destroy. How much faith we put in it. How much hope we put in it. How much trust we put in it. And it's going to require us to, um, to begin to move that faith and that hope and that trust to the Lord. As many of you know, my, my other job is as a mental health consultant. And so um, I'm called by daycares to go in and to uh, observe uh, small uh, preschool children and to make recommendations so the child can be more successful, can feel safe, can participate in their environment and learn. And uh, we see uh, parents in all sorts of condition, right? 
Some parents uh, are not ready to hear anything about their child. And so um, what I offer has absolutely no benefit at all, right? Some are feeling that weight and, um, and fear and distress of what's going on with their child, and so they're hungry to find change. No matter where the parent is at, when they hear what it is that I have to say, uh, they are met with their own limitations, right? We all have limitations as parents. We all have limitations as, as children of God. And so uh, people either see those limitations and then say, I can't bear to see it. And so I'll ignore it. Or they see those limitations and they say, uh, what can I do? And so, uh, where are we going to be these 40 days when we hear our frailties and our limitations? Are we going to say, I can't bear to see it and to turn away and to tell ourselves a story? I'm really a good person. I'm not that bad. Or condemn other people. At least I'm not as bad as him. Or are we going to realize our own frailty and get about the business of repentance? The condition of our hearts is frail and fickle, and they change from moment to moment. But the Lord is everlasting. And he is faithful, and he endures, and his promise to us is found here in the psalm in verse 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he set our sins from us. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he set our sins from us. Do you believe that? Mm 